know, in my early 20s, I really had a great ambition of getting rich. I had people around me that were really successful in boxing, and I wanted that lifestyle until one day I made a great decision that I'm going to focus on real estate investing. I remember listening to an audio tape of a guy named Aristotle. Aristotle was a gentleman that was a philosopher 350 years before Christ, and he came up with this law called the law of causality. Whatever happens in our life, if something happens that we'd like, it can always be traced back to a specific cause. And if something we don't like, you can study it and it goes back to a specific cause. When I was on the phone with a customer and, and I wasn't the best, I said, what did I do wrong? Oh yeah, I did that. That's what occurred there. So what is it in our lives that we don't like? We can always trace back to something we did that created that if there's something great happening in our life, we realize we made a good decision, which led to that. I think it's interesting how a lot of people allow their mind to believe a certain thing. It reminds me of a, a quote, a guy named William Shakespeare. He once said that nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Because once you understand that whatever we consistently hold in our mind, our dominant thoughts in our mind. We are doing what you call the law of becoming. We are always becoming something. You see, in the physical world, if I'm eating a lot of chocolate, then I can a little, you know, put on a little weight. But in the mental world, if I tend to focus on thoughts of worry, stress, negativity, in time, my mind will be dominated that way. And when I'll get on the phone with a the person, they'll feel it. But if I sit there and focus on positive things and focusing on my goals and keep focusing on that, the mental process, mental evolution will change me into another person. Most people don't want to admit this. We're all self-made because whatever we allow to occupy in our mind, the thoughts that we allow to occupy in our mind, when we look at our life today, we're just a sum total of what we've dwelled upon, you know, what we imagined most of the time over the last few months, last years. And today, the guy or girl that we look in a mirror, we created that person is based on the thoughts that we think. Now, the future person is going to be based on the thoughts that we think starting today. It's unavoidable. You know, our life is not something that just happens to us because whatever we think, we produce that type of thought. They say thoughts held in mind produce like kind. So it's not easy for people to change their thoughts. I know some people get depressed and they want to stick with their thoughts. It's, it's a mental game, guys. And once you realize we become what we think about most of the time. And when we take control of our thinking, we can focus on what we want and keep our mind off what we don't want. It reminds me of my first major mentor, Angelo Sokopoulos, the wealthiest gentleman in the Sacramento region. But he would use analogies that I would get. And it was like, whatever happened in the outside world, if a person in the outside doesn't look happy, it's because what's in their head. So your outer world is a direct reflection of your inner world. I don't know what's going on inside of you, but with listening to your voice, how you sound, how you look, is a direct reflection of what's going on inside your mind. Now, most people say, Manny, you can't be happy all the time. I'm not. I know that I have to perform. William James of Harvard says, whatever we think and act ends up being that way. So action seems to follow the feeling. So when we act, we get the feeling, but it's also when we get the feeling, we get the action. When I feel like it, I'm going to do it. Telling yourself you're only gonna do something when you feel like doing it, our thinking make us not want to do something. So therefore, we're not taking the action. But in fact, once we realize we don't feel like doing it, we make ourselves do 
what we don't want to do. And then because we're taking the action, our mind pays attention to our body or our body will pay attention to our mind. We can control it. For example, if I'm sitting here 7.30 before this call today and I'm telling myself, I'm not prepared. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I got, I got a project I got to do starting at nine. I got a deadline. I can't do this. My mind will say, you're right. And it'll look through the file cabinet of my mind and it'll come up with all the reasons in the world where I can postpone this because I'll come up with some great excuse. My Skype's not working, but I make myself do what I don't want to do so I can produce the result for everyone on the call. Not one day you saw me on the phone like, guys, you know, I don't feel like doing this today. Can we do this next week? Because, you know, um, you see me just full of energy and pushing myself. No matter what thing I'm doing, I'm always competing with someone. And that person's pushing themselves and I'm pushing myself and they're pushing themselves and I'm pushing myself. And those that push themselves most become the winner. So sometimes when we are focusing on a negative thought, we got to realize that sometimes we need to think about what else can we think about that it, with great feeling and then thought are creative. Because it's not about how we think we are. Like it's a statement that's like, it's not what you think you are, but what you think you are. So meaning, Whatever you decide to think about yourself, you're absolutely right. And your mind is not going to compete with you and tell you that you're wrong. But when you deliberately change your thoughts from one thought to another thought, you get a different result. You know, I know it sounds simple. You know, I talk about the law of cause and effect. It's so simple. I got to repeat it often because you think it's so simple. Everyone can do it. It reminds me of a time when I was working on a goal and I didn't really have a clear goal. My mentor would say, oh yeah, well, how are you going to buy your first 20 properties? What type of properties do you have? What's a driveway look like? What kind of roof? And I would say, I don't know. He said, well, you don't know. Is your goal? Well, I don't have it that clear. He said, well, fuzzy goals breeds fuzzy results. Clear goals bring clear results. He said, so when your mind accepts the idea, it's like putting seeds into this fertile soil. When these seeds are positive or negative, or for the sake of your goal, Manny, if you put a what do you call a fuzzy goal in there? You're not going to really get much. You're going to get a fuzzy result and that's not going to create anything. And I said, don't worry, I'm going to do it. Let me get past this deal first. He said, no, your mind does not remain empty. Your mind is very much like a garden. If you don't grow flowers, those fucking weeds will take over the plant. So what you want to do is make sure you realize that you got to plant your own flowers or you're going to have that weed taking over your plant. And then you're not going to accomplish your goals because Ultimately, life is about our thoughts. As William Shakespeare said, nothing is but thinking makes itself. I want you to let you know that no matter what we're looking at, talking about, or thinking about, it's our thinking that makes it real. And what we decide to focus on, like one time I had this garden, and I like this garden. I would go and water it and put fertilizer on it and keep focusing on it. And I had a beautiful garden, but another garden I really didn't like so much. I stopped watering it and fertilizing it, and the weeds started to come up, and the beautiful plants started to decay and, and get real messed up, and then they had a lot of bugs around it. So I realized if I want to have a beautiful garden, I can't have two gardens. I can have only one because, you know, there's a law called the law of substitution. It states that whatever we hold in our conscious mind, we can only hit one thought at a time positive or negative. And since we're the guardian of our mind, we're protecting our mind, but you need to guard your own mind against yourself. I remember being told that guard your own mind against myself. I said, what does that mean? He said, you think about it. Are you thinking Manny positively or are you thinking negatively? Are you telling me that bill is too big for you? Why? 
because of your previous train of thought, because of the people that you're around believe you can't do it? Or can you tell yourself that you can do it? See, because once you decide to consistently hold that thought in your mind that you're going to do it and imagine yourself going to do it, after a certain point, your subconscious mind will accept it as a command and will go to work on it 24 hours a day. So all you have to do is one little thing. Keep your mind on a positive goal that you want. Focus on it most of the time. And once you do that, your subconscious mind will take it as an order and it'll start to work on it each and every day, 24 hours a day. And one thing I remember when I had a little success, I remember getting a little comfortable. And I remember him telling me, oh yeah, the comfort zone. He said, what's the comfort zone? He said, well, the comfort zone is the greatest enemy of achievement. It's a different comfort zone for everyone. Some people making $10 an hour, they're comfortable. They go home and watch TV. They go and hang out. People make $1,000 an hour and they're not comfortable. They want more. So the comfort zone is something that once we have a certain habitual way of thinking and we got to dispute our own comfort zone because if we don't dispute our own comfort zone, meaning, no, 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 I don't want to think like this. Your thinking will always follow you around. You would go and say, no, 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 I'm successful now. Your comfort zone says, calm down. You deserve a weekend off. You've been working hard for the last three days. It's you yourself got to talk to yourself and control that former self to say, no, I'm in control here. This is what I see. This is my very clear goal. And once you understand that, you start to look around people in your life and you realize this goal thing is not just true for you. It's true for everyone around you. What they're seeing on the outside world is a direct reflection of what they're seeing in their inside world. If a person's unhappy, it's their mind. It's how they're thinking. It's their mind. So again, the law of correspondence is the outer world is a direct reflection of your inner world. And one thing we can't control is our thoughts.